This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. So what do people get when they listen to The Late Show Pod Show? Let's, let's sell this thing. The extended moments, for sure, because we run out of time for broadcast, but we have plenty of time on the podcast. It's kind of like being a live audience member of the show because you get things that no one else hears. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Accenture. A better you starts with better hydration. Accenture is on a mission to inspire people to do what matters most. Their proprietary ionization process transforms water from any source into ionized alkaline water, providing water that's 99.9% pure with a pH of 9.5 or higher. Essentia Overachieving H2O, the number one ionized alkaline water. Shop now. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Olive Magazine podcast. My name is Laura Rowe and I'm the editor of Olive and your host for this week. Today's episode actually is a really special one. It's dedicated to our new contributors, Laura Jackson and Alice Levine, who are featuring in our June issue, which is out on the Friday the 19th of May. I popped along to their publisher's office in London to talk about food, obviously, being the perfect dinner party host and sexless marriages, kind of. Listen on to get what I mean. Hello, I'm here with Laura Jackson and Alice Levine. You might otherwise know them off the telly and radio, and in Alice's case, off the extremely funny My Dad Wrote a Paul Note podcast. Uh, but this pair have also become famous on the foodie scene for their laid back supper clubs. This month, their debut cookery book, or should I say, dinner party rule book, uh, Round to Ours, is released, and we've been lucky enough to get an extract in our June issue. And today, we're here to talk about being the perfect breezy hosts. So, hello, ladies. Hi, <laughs> thanks for having us. Thank you for coming. Um, so, let's start at the beginning. How did you guys meet? and how did Jackson and Levine come about? So we met in the way that most amazing duos meet mm-hmm. at a charity jumble sale and we both had bum bags on. Sure. And Mel and Sue had the same story. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. And Wise, all the big days. And the decks. Yeah. Um, and you were running a rival stall to mine. Mm. Uh, I say running, you were just sort of not doing I was hanging off the side of the <laughs> table, trying yeah. to sell like cat shirts and dungarees to yeah. anyone that would walk past. For 5p, yeah. Yeah, yeah. all of that. Um, you actually bought a lot of it yourself, which is a good business plan. I should have seen from the beginning, actually. Laura wasn't working very hard. She was spending <laughs> lots of money. I was like, I should have seen this is what it would be like. I think I left with more than I brought. Okay, that's always a good sign of it. You no, know when you, good go sign to, of it. Like, you go into a car boot and you're like, why am I bringing home way more? <laughs> why would we have to buy a car? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we met there and we started talking about cat shirts and dungarees, mm. but also about food because there was... Um, 
there was a stall that, sell, uh, that was selling chilli con carne, wasn't it? In little, yeah. little tubs. And we went and had some chilli together on our break. And we started talking about food and we lived in the same area. So we were mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, I like that place. Oh, yeah, have you been to this place? Um, and we're talking about kind of food that we like to cook ourselves as well. And so then we went on a bit of a friendship date, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. We went to that Scandinavian... Remember that Scandinavian furniture shop that Are sold you, coffee, but it wasn't really a cafe? And you were like 45 minutes late. <laughs> and I live right around the corner. Keep them, <laughs> treat me and keep them keen. Yeah. I know, I should have known that, shouldn't I? <laughs> All the signs were there. Oh. Um, yeah, I think we just kind of, we both really liked food, talking about mm. it, eating it, uh, making it. And I don't know, it was a time where... The, the cool food scene hadn't really yet exploded, yeah. but we obviously had jobs in television and radio and we wanted to kind of broaden our work horizons. Yeah. Um, so we talked about how we could, I don't know, do something together in food. So we were going for lunch, like Alice said, courting in a non-lesbian way. <laughs> each other. Alice was late, I was waiting. Um, and we thought, well... Why don't we... We started cooking for each other at home mm. after that. So I'd go to Alice's and she'd cook for me and she'd come to mine and I'd cook for her. God, we kind of dated. It's really weird. We it's never not, kissed. Not kind of okay. dated. We dated. <laughs> we dated. We were in a sexless marriage for a long time. <laughs> this reminds me of my mum and dad. <laughs> um, and um, so we just thought we wanted to do something with food and we thought, well, why don't we extend for, I don't know, just cooking for each other to cooking for other people yeah so we decided to we didn't really know what what it what we the word supper club had been bandied around yeah we didn't really know what that was but we were like that that sounds quite nice we liked the word club because it meant going out and we also (laughs) liked the word supper because it meant food so two of our favorite words together and Mm. clubs club supper didn't sound right i love da club as you know so s S club had already been taken yeah s club two all of the big names yeah Okay, so was it easier with strangers, harder with strangers? Did it make you be more adventurous with strangers? How I feel like you should say running know, a supper club. Su- in yeah. the supper club yeah. scenario. Um, yeah. This is like the S club now. Yeah. Yeah, how rumours start. Yeah. Uh, it was definitely a challenge. It was kind of supposed to be a challenge because, yeah. like Laura said, we both had jobs which we weren't completely in control of because TV and radio can be a bit erratic and mm. I just started working at Radio 1 and I was the new girl and felt a little bit out of my depth. You said yourself at the time you were like I've not got loads going on I want something to be to be like you know dig my teeth into so it was supposed to be a challenge and it was a really big challenge wasn't it but the first Mm. one was friends of friends and some friends and friends of those friends (laughs) as friends and so that felt like a nice soft way to kind of go into it but we just got a real thrill out of it didn't we after the first one and we sort of said we're not going to plan too far in advance we'll just say we'll do another one and then we'll do that and see what we think and then we'll do another one and then it's been four long arduous years (laughs) yeah it's gone by so quickly but I think because at the time when we started no one was really doing anything like we were doing yeah obviously there was um the clove club and they had their pop above the 10 bells um but there wasn't really anything that was kind of entertaining and girls and fun that wasn't about healthy eating or yeah. well-being or, you know, faddy. Yeah. We were just two girls that, weirdly, we invited people around to my flat, <laughs> we cooked for them, got them a bit drunk, and then we sent them packing. Yeah. Um, so we kind of, I don't know, we, I think we hit, hit at the right time. Yeah, yeah everyone else was sh- were, were chefs, really, weren't they? Yeah. We're very, very much home cooks, not yeah. chefs. And I think that was 
a thing that we made clear from the get-go, mainly because we didn't want people to get their hopes up too much. We were like, well, we're not just, just don't come expecting <laughs> We did say bon year, though, didn't we like bon year, one supper club. If it all goes wrong, I mean, it would be all right to get pizza, wouldn't it? <laughs> we could get, I mean, we could get pizza. We could There's good pizza up. delivery. There's great yeah, pizza. Yeah. So. Truffle oil in the, in the back yeah. of the cupboard somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Domino's pizza. I like that. Boom. But it was all about entertaining, and I think it yeah. still is. I think the essence of the book is that it's it's fun, and it's about yeah. social gatherings and about not putting too much stress on yourself yeah. in the kitchen. We, like, you know, we keep saying we're not chefs. We just really enjoy cooking. Yeah. And there's so many times uh, when we've been doing Jacks and Levine, when we've been cooking for each other, when we've been cooking for our friends, that it's gone horribly wrong. <laughs> Give somebody a pint of yeah. wine, a bag of, you know, pint peanuts, yeah. and, and it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> So I think that... Because it is just food. Like, yeah. I, I mean, we spend... Because we're lame, like, we spend a lot of time thinking about how it's going to look and what napkins we're going to use and, like, where we're going to find these, like, mini courgette flowers from. And, mm. and that's all really fun and, like, we really like it. But that's obviously not every night of your life. Yeah. Like, we're not doing that on a Tuesday when we got home from work <laughs> at 8pm. shattering my illusions. Yeah, Laura. Uh, what have I said? I've said too much. Oh, God. Edit, edit this out immediately. Um, this is fake news. Um, but I think on those occasions when you want to make a little bit more effort or, you know, take your, I don't know, laundry off the radiator and, and just the flat up a bit, yeah. it is nice to have somebody say... It, it, it can go wrong and it's fine because I think yeah. so often everything looks really mm. especially on Instagram and stuff everything looks really yeah. glossy doesn't it yeah so how would you describe your food then slapdash slapdash <laughs> okay. it is a bit slapdash yeah. I think it's why neither of us are amazing at baking because we're not very good at oh we've got no patience we're not scientists so we don't waste <laughs> oh, we'll stuff start out. something and we'll start chatting about something and then we'll be like oh my god these things in the oven <laughs> you're um, quite good at being like oh left the sugar oh it'll be fine at this point it'll go it's fine to go in now I, I love making stuff from nothing I mean my dinner mm. last night was absolutely nuts I oh, I have jarred and um, tin beans coming out of my wherever because <laughs> my boyfriend's vegetarian yeah. but last night I made like this weird curry with peas and like beans and literally whatever I got in the cupboard and John was like what's in this I was like just everything we had don't left really know, and yeah. it's actually quite nice Good. like I do kind of I don't know I think we're both always like we've got nothing in the cupboard <laughs> that we're literally scrapping around for each other Laura's got a room yeah you're very creative and you've got a rhubarb mm. glut at the moment so I feel like everything yeah. you're like do you want some rhubarb with it I'm like no no more rhubarb no I away. gave you some to take home and she left it at my house I found it rotting the other day <laughs> into my table yeah. no I just found it in my handbag um, yeah I think I think it's it's good to be able to magic something from nothing. Yeah. I'm not as good at well, one, one of the sections in the book is called is it magic store cupboard? Yeah. And I love that. That's exactly how we cook at Olive. It's kind of finding great ingredients that maybe you have to go and search for, but yeah. once you've got it that'll transform. And and all that, people often say to us like, "Oh, you know, I can't afford to spend a fortune on like judgy ingredients every week mm. and actually they're the things and we say in the book that they're nice things to get for people for presents or to mm. ask for as yeah. presents like and they last for ages so it's, yeah. it's more that they're there as your backup yeah. so when you've got um, I don't know if you're just having an omelette or cheese on toast <laughs> yeah. or avocado on something um, they're the things that will make it pop and make it actually something extraordinary rather than ordinary and that doesn't have to cost a lot no and you'll use less of it so if you buy a really good olive oil you only need a few drops whereas you're buying a flavourless oil then you can you're going to need loads buy cheap buy twice Laura yeah exactly (laughs) but like hampers at Christmas are always really nice things to make for people and they're so bespoke and you can really 
I remember one of my first boyfriends worked at M&S and he used to make a hamper for every member of his family every year and he'd put in things that they would like. I really think nice. that we're really... That's come back around, hasn't it, yeah. over the last few years? Actually thinking about what you're giving someone rather than just Absolutely. dashing out last minute, yeah. And I just think it's really, like... You don't need to have a lot of everything. We're not saying have one of everything in our in the yeah. store cupboard, but just having like a really good rose harissa, like a really good olive oil, mm. a really good like a tr- like a truffle oil. And you can mm. buy the really small ones, and yeah. I just think those simple things just really just like I, I, oh my god, what's the word? Accelerate. I can't speak to yeah, accelerate. Um, for instance, like just having a bowl of like new potatoes and having some pistachio oil, you go from mm. like really normal and really boring to something that's like, oh wow, this is interesting, this is quite exciting. Yeah. Um, and always having loads of nuts at home is always, yes, is always the one. But I eat far too many. I bought one of those big bags of um, shoes and I was like, <laughs> they are I'm going through yeah. these like oh, yeah. sweets. Yeah, that's fine. Probably better than sweets, maybe. Um, so in the book, you start off with kind of giving your entertaining tips but you start off with music which I thought was really interesting so is that kind of is that your starting point when you think of where do you start with when you plan a supper club or a dinner party is it one dish and you think I'm going to plan it around this or is it a theme or is it a location or is it a playlist and then you you make the food to the music where, where do you begin start? it's normally seasonal so I think okay. that if we're going to do something and I say for instance we did one in um, last summer um, and that was right okay it's summer so we need to think about do we want outdoor space what's the weather going to be like what are the ingredients that we can use how are we going to kind of it's everything kind of falls into each other but um, I think seasonality first and then venue yeah. Um, so when we're not doing it at the flat because I moved out last year, um, it looked we... beautiful. Oh, I hope you live. No, it was the most beautiful place <laughs> yeah. on earth. Then we have to find a venue that yeah. will that will do yeah. flat justice, really, because yeah. we had we had some really great times there. And we'd had some really great supper clubs. So yeah. now I think we're a bit of a venue snob. So we're like, <laughs> yeah. no, no, it won't do. Yeah, it won't we've do. been spoiled. Yeah. yeah. So um, venue, and then obviously then with the venue, it's how many people that we want. But yeah. you don't want to have an amazing venue and not fill it and, yeah um, but music I suppose comes quite far down the line I mean it doesn't it doesn't because we listen to music all day long whilst we're writing our ideas down and hanging around together and yeah. prepping it all so music's always there but the music for the night um, it's quite last minute to be honest mm. I think we have we have our favourite tracks and we have the music that we listen to and we yeah. have playlists and we've always got about I think we've got like four round to ours playlists. So okay. I think, and we wrote John in Laura's other half, who yeah. has collected records for all of his years on the earth. So he's got Very an handy. amazing Northern Soul library essentially. Great. So as much as we'll sometimes stick a playlist on, we're more likely to be like John. Do not move from that record player. <laughs> that is your job tonight. Resident yeah. DJ, please. exactly. Okay. Um, and so where do you get your inspiration for the food? Is that with the seasons as well? Or do you have kind of different cultures or regions that you look to? All over, everything? don't we? Yeah. We read so many different publications. Olive magazine, maybe? Of course. Olive, Olive magazine. Yeah. Yeah. Would you tell us to say Olive, <laughs> Olive magazine is Olive. our favourite? Yeah. We yeah. do not read anything else. No, we do look, We love a bit of Olive magazine. Good. <laughs> and we love Instagram for that stuff too because that's such a really... Yeah, it's visual. Such, it's so visual. It's a really easy place to kind of screen grab that or, you know, yeah. save that for later and that's that can be really good content mm. when they come together and... Just eating out. We eat out a lot. We yeah. go to a lot of restaurants and we travel with work. We travel in our personal lives. Yeah. Um, if I ever get invited to a dinner, the first thing that I do is go online and look at the restaurant yeah. menu. And we both like collect men- like menus like whenever we go away. And I think 
That's really useful, actually, because yeah. you've been doing that for a long time. So then Laura's got this, like, crazy dossier, which can be <laughs> really I good. I to get rid of some, John. My brother was like, you've got, there's too many. But, yeah, I did a big America trip, and I took Amazing. menus from everywhere, and then... I think, like, when you went to Lisbon, Alice, we always just basically have got loads of ideas and we'll come together and we'll get really excited, write them all down, and then we'll kind of make a, a shorter list of 100 ideas. And um, we're <laughs> doing a dinner, actually, um, in a few weeks' time. And, uh, yeah, it's really nice because you always think, oh, these are really great ideas, and then Alice will give me her ideas. I'm like, oh, they're really good. And then I'll make notes on hers, and then she'll be like, oh, my God, that's really good. So two heads kind of are better for one yeah. when you're brainstorming because we've got yeah. loads of ideas. Yeah, well, you've made it so simple for everyone else because you've got oh. all the menus ready. Yeah, don't yes. deviate from those 24 menus. No. That's all you need. <laughs> they're very, very simple. Mm -hmm. So have you got any rules as well for when you're planning a menu? Do you think, right, I need to have dishes that only have say five or six ingredients or they're not going to take a certain amount of time or, um, or is it more just about how great it's going to taste main together? rule I think if you're cooking for a lot of people is I wouldn't have a hot starter and a hot main yeah. and a hot dessert That's a good tip. I yeah. would just have one hot main so you can have a starter that is a salad like I don't know a panzanella or just something mm. that's just super simple that can be pre-made before people arrive yeah then you can concentrate on your main and then it means that you're not away from the table while your guests are there yeah. and then for dessert I mean like a tart or a, a tort or mm. a, a cake yeah. having that kind of cold because then you could always warm it up in the oven for five minutes and serve well, it with the ice, ice cream, cream and cream. really good that we yeah. did the no churn yeah. one so that's quite a good secret weapon right. I think as well thinking about being plentiful with stuff because yes. actually there's nothing worse than mean portions so yeah. oh, but going to someone that you don't know oh could I have another oh okay <laughs> no worries no worries it's fine <laughs> and that I mean that can be you can deal with that in simple ways like we always say if you're running behind and people are starting to arrive and you're thinking I haven't done a canapé or I haven't done I mean yeah. I haven't done a starter even or yeah. like you know what, what am I going to do I've, I've focused on doing this great main like l like really nice bread and butter is great really great it's so yeah. great and I think it doesn't always have to be something really extravagant um, don't cook something you've never cooked before oh, if you've got yeah. like 10 people over for dinner yeah. but it's not the time to kind of expect <laughs> don't be hesitant at that point no, in time no yeah I'm just going to do something with some like mist or you know, just... <laughs> yeah a swirl or something um, brilliant so have you got any kind of other major top tips that you think our readers should adhere to when they're when they're doing a dinner party well because our nights are as much about the atmosphere as the food so the yeah, food's obviously you... really important and we would never want anybody to leave and a, not be full or B, think that they've not had a, a, a nice supper. But you see on Instagram, they've been at McDonald's after your uh, straight <laughs> yeah. to Chicken Cottage. Um, I think, yeah, you, you want to make sure that your setting and the, the atmosphere of the yeah. room and everything does justice to what you've prepared. Yeah. And the book gives loads of great tips on that as yeah. well. And, and you don't just give kind of general advice, you give specific places you can get stuff from. Yeah, and, and that's I, really useful. And I think that's definitely one, like, one thing is we love tableware and we love... Yeah all of those things so there, there's stuff where it's like if you are into that and you want to buy some bits and pieces mm. there's some things that can really work hard for you yeah. but also little things like there's a bit in the book where we talk about lighting it's like don't have the middle light on. don't have big light on yeah. don't have any <laughs> overhead light on always have down lighting it doesn't need to be Blackpool Towers my dad <laughs> no it's like you're not eating at a dentist yeah. <laughs> in like in, in Denmark they don't even like I've been to a few houses there and they don't even have like, like lighting on the ceiling yeah. it's all lamps I just think it creates a really nice ambiance. Yeah. It's kind of... You're not walking in and you're like, oh! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, candles, really important. You can buy mm. some great taper candles yeah. online in different colours um, or, like, beeswax, can beeswax candles that kind of give off a really kind of nice glow. Or we're doing an event, actually, tonight. We're using LED lights. We'll see how that one goes. Wow, okay. That might be in book Jazzy. two in yeah. as well. <laughs> um, and then music, like, not mm. too loud so people are like, 
shouting at each other, it's but not, not so quiet. Yeah. No, yeah. it's not Escalade. Until later on. It's not Escalade. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then not like, you don't want to kind of be playing Rihanna at your nice dinner party, no. do you? There's a time and a place. And actually, we've got some amazing tips Even though you playlists. always put on Rihanna. Uh, is that Slay Jams? Only Slay Jams. Only Slay Jams. But um, we've got some great ideas for playlists because, you know, there's times where you've got no time before people arrive yeah. and you hear the knock on the door and you're like, ah! <laughs> um, so just film playlists are something that we really love. Really like soundtracks, yeah. Yeah. Emily, Drive, um, Breakfast Club. Nice. Take us all away for free. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There's more in the book. <laughs> 25 pounds. Yeah. I've spent ages writing that. <laughs> um, I, I think the other, like, it sounds so obvious but making people feel like they're welcome so their glass is topped up you're not kicking them out at 10 o'clock they (laughs) have somewhere comfy to sit all of those things where it's easy to maybe run out of time and not have a tidy of your living room or whatever but I think all of that stuff actually makes a big difference yeah and and the other thing is they've come to see you like that you're not a hired chef that is cooking for them for the evening so trying to have stuff ready in advance just so you can sit down and enjoy it with people because if you're stuck in the kitchen sort of defeats the purpose and you don't want to feel strung out by the end of it and ready for people to washing up like really angry (laughs) but also nobody knows what's on the menu apart from you yeah so if you miss something off or, I mean, there's a time where we forgot to write a course. I did. <laughs> Alice forgot did. to write a course on the menu. Um, and surprise course. It was a surprise <laughs> course, and, but nobody knew. And you were, we were both like, oh, it's annoying. But nobody, nobody knows. Yeah. The only person that is going to be hard on you is you. So just don't worry about I'm it. Enjoy still it. still kicking myself about yeah. it. <laughs> She's never allowed to go near the menus again. So okay. Lesson learned, lesson learned. Okay, so what's next for you guys then? You've got a gorgeous book out. So Jackson and Levine, Round to Ours. You're doing more supper clubs to promote that. What, yeah. what, else, what else is going on? That is our life at the moment. Habitat. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, and that is also mm. our life, but not not just yeah June. June. That's the next okay. thing that will happen. We've designed a, a linen range with oh Habitat. Gosh, that's so, so exciting! Yeah, yeah, table and kitchen linen, um, which we're over the moon about because yeah, we love like, Habitat. I, so. I, I also got your linen love from the book as oh, well. Oh man, yeah, and you love it, love it. Yeah. And so we've been talking to Habitat for years and years, and they were really helpful to us when we did our first ever supper club, and just really. Um, generous when we didn't have enough knives and forks and things yeah. and one glass between 20 people. <laughs> um, so we've been talking for a long time and this just felt like really good planets aligning where yeah. they were looking to do something and we had been hinting for, you know... <laughs> We'd sent really subtle hints like, we would love to work <laughs> with you. Why aren't you getting back to our emails? <laughs> Unless you're on a long weekend away, we could come meet you there and talk about the idea. Um, so yeah. whenever I said, do you want to meet? We'll come to you. <laughs> So, yeah, we're really pleased with it. And, yeah, June, beginning of June is when people can see it. Amazing. We, we designed um, an apron that we're really proud of. It's really lovely. So exciting. Yeah, and it's kind of like it crosses at the back. Did Beautiful. you ever see when Carrie Bradshaw went to um, the Hamptons? Yes. And she had that pinny on that she <laughs> yeah. wore as a dress. It's kind yeah. of like that at the back. Beautiful. So, uh, yeah. I like uh, the inspiration. Sounds yeah. great. <laughs> I mean, it's news to me. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she didn't know that. <laughs> um, cool. So it sounds like you've got loads going on then. Enough to keep us busy for the time being. Yeah. Amazing. All right. Well, thank you very much for talking oh, to thanks, us. Sorry. We love the book and thank we you. love the recipes. We love the mag. Thank <laughs> you. We didn't pay you to say that on this. Okay, cool. Thank you so much. Thanks. Thank you. 
Massive thanks to Laura and Alice, the perfect hosts and podcast guests, if you ask me. If you like the sound of today's episode, don't forget to review and rate us as always. It takes seconds and means even more brilliant, engaged, happy listeners like you get to hear us rambling on. And remember, you can tweet, Instagram, Facebook us as well to tell us what you think. And if you love food, drink and travel as much as we do, remember you can subscribe to this podcast for free so you never miss an episode. You can get the latest issue of Olive in all good stores now or download via our digital app and Apple News or you can visit our brilliant website olivemagazine.com for loads of new recipes, restaurant and hotel reviews and more every single day. Happy eating, happy cooking, happy listening and we'll see you next week for more Hungry Chat. Bye.